Welcome to Bridezilla's The Podcast. All right, let's do this. This week, it's Honeymoon Horror. If I don't get my way, watch out. Joe Piazza, author of How to Be Married, tells us honeymoon disaster stories from all over the world. Then, what happens when newly married Margot befriends drug dealers on her honeymoon? And a room full of travel agents describe the worst honeymoon dillas they've ever dealt with. And as always, we spill secrets from the set of fried Zillas. What the f***? You may now fear the bride. Hello and welcome to Bridezilla's The Podcast. I'm Julia Rossi. I'm a comedian and I also wrote an article called Seven Signs It's More Than Just Cold Feet that will help you figure out if you should or should not get married. I'm Selena Kopic. I'm a comedian. I am the creator of NYT Vows, a Twitter and Instagram parody account where I pretend to be the New York Times wedding section. And we are your hosts and resident experts in all things Bridezilla's. If I don't get my way... Watch out. Today, we are talking about Honeymoon Horror. Dear Zilla, you did it. You survived the wedding. You finally get to relax with your new husband away from it all. Time for the best part of the wedding. The honeymoon. Well, fans of this podcast know we're not going to let you off that easily. Did you hear? This is Honeymoon Horror. Why is this happening? Tons of stuff can go wrong on your honeymoon. Things you would never even dream of. You can get violently ill. You can get totally ripped off by price gouged destinations. You can even get tricked into buying a week in an unair conditioned hellhole that smells like cigarettes and old food. And lest we forget, marriages can fall apart at any time, even on the honeymoon. I guess Azilla's work is never done. This is Honeymoon Horror. In all honesty, you ruined everything. Joe Piazza is a writer who went on a year-long honeymoon. She met this amazing guy by happenstance on a boat in the Galapagos Islands. They got engaged after three months. And then from that, they traveled around the world for a year. And she wrote this book answering the question, how to be married. Please welcome Joe Piazza. He might be the head of the relationship, but I'm the neck. And the neck controls the head. Hey, Joe, this is Selena and Julia. Hey. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. Good. We're so excited to talk to you. Your book sounds fascinating. Thanks. I think it's pretty fascinating. But then, it, I mean, it is my life. So a one-year honeymoon? Yeah, it was a one-year honeymoon. I mean, to be fair, I was a travel editor for Yahoo at the time. So I had pretty much this dream job where I got to travel all over the world. And that's where I met my husband, Nick, in the first place. We were both on this boat in the Galapagos Islands. And he was a reporter, and I was a reporter, and... We met there and fell in love and got engaged three months later. And then I decided, hey, what if we could spend our first year of marriage traveling around the world and figuring out how do we do this? How do we actually be married? And interviewing people around the world and asking them what marriage meant in different countries on five continents. So what do you think the purpose of a honeymoon is now? Well, yeah. So in the olden days, obviously, like a honeymoon was to get to have sex for the first time. It's like, great. Now, I mean, even to like see each other naked for the first time, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And and also probably so anticlimactic, right? Yeah. You're like, really? <laughs> this was what all the buildup was for? Are you kidding? The new honeymoon, we're told from the moment that we get engaged that our honeymoon has to be perfect. Except the problem is nothing is perfect. And especially when you travel. Traveling in reality as opposed to traveling... And when you look at people's Instagrams of travel, 
is hard. You were on a year-long honeymoon. And, you know, I think often, like, maybe the sex is better on the honeymoon just because you're, like, in paradise. And, I mean, is anything better than hotel sex? No. Oh, hotel Literally. sex. Oh, God, hotel sex. No, I mean, there's nothing better than, than hotel sex. Keep your shoes um, on. So did you have great sex for a full year? And how jealous am I of you right now? Don't be. <laughs> we went to Tulum down in Mexico. And then I got food poisoning. And I was vomiting the whole time. I just want to go home. And my new husband is holding my hair back and I'm sweating and crying and I'm like, oh my God, you should just leave me here to die because I'm obviously going to die in Mexico. (laughs) If I die, will you take, will you take my big mean dog? Um, (laughs) And, you know, finally the the food sickness went away and, and we had sex. Was it the most mind blowing sex of our, of our relationship? No, mm-hmm. we stayed in tents and hostels. And by the way, no one should ever be having sex in a two-person tent. No. It's one of those or things a hostel. that a bunk bed? That, that, pe- that people are like, "Oh, that sounds so sexy, sex outside." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's almost as sexy as like sex in the ocean." That's also never good. Have you met couples that have had honeymoon horror stories? I met couples that broke up on their honeymoon. Ooh, that's um, so good. Tell. We ended up climbing Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, and we talked to this one couple who they were climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, which was really hard. It was one of the hardest things that I've ever done. And they broke up on Mount Kilimanjaro on their honeymoon. I didn't expect today to run smoothly, but I want to kill myself. So they like couldn't hack it. All of a sudden they realized they're trying to sleep in this tent. They're probably trying to have bad sex in this tent. They're fighting all the time. By the time it got to the fourth day of the climb, he was walking really fast ahead of her. She was all the way at the back of the pack. They're arguing every night. And then comes the last day where you summit the mountain and he like ran up the summit without her. And then she thought that he would be waiting for her on the bottom of the mountain and he was gone. He just left. He, like, he oh, flew home. Oh man, ghosted on from, a mountain. That's her yeah. book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've heard stories of people that were hit by cars on their honeymoons, people that got stung by jellyfish on their honeymoons. But I think the thing is, it's how you guys deal with it, right? Like, yes, terrible things can happen on your honeymoon and you could let it ruin your trip or you can be like, all right, this is the first test in our marriage and we're going to get through it together. So do couples around the world go on honeymoons or is it a different tradition for different cultures? It's still much more ingrained in American culture. Mm-hmm. And in, even even in a lot of European countries, they're like, okay, we're just we're maybe going to go out to out to, you know, the countryside and stay in an inn for a couple of nights. But they're not planning a $30,000 trip to the Maldives. What was one of the things as far as how marriages are different around the world? Like what are some real stark differences? You know, there's huge differences in marriages all over the world, but I think the biggest one is that Americans definitely have the most baggage and expectations when we're going into a marriage. Married life is blissful. We think that the marriage is going to solve all of our problems. And, you know, add that to the fact that we're also told that our spouse is going to be our soulmate. So they're going to be our everything, our best friend, the most mind-blowing sex of our life, our therapist, the person we play tennis with, the person we go jogging with. Um, and then you expect the marriage to solve all your problems, and, and it doesn't. And other countries just don't have those kind of fantasies about a marriage. From your research and your interviews, what do you think are serious marriage don'ts? What do you think can ruin a marriage? I think extreme closeness. There's no mystery in American marriages anymore. We're constantly connected. We try to do We think we should do everything together. And, and that's not true. The happiest marriages, people have 
friends and hobbies outside of the marriage and they're happy spending time apart and they vacation apart. And I actually, at the end of this year long honeymoon, went on vacation without Nick and went to Scotland on a road trip with my best girlfriend, Glynis. And we had a blast and it was nice to be away from him because it made me miss him. I'm going to not text my boyfriend after this interview. I know. (laughs) Also, I'm realizing, I'm like, God, I don't think I'm a mystery at all. So I'm going to start being very evasive for no reason. (laughs) Start wearing a big hat for no reason, Selena. Yeah. Just where am I? Don't worry about it. Joe, thank you so much for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. This is so much fun. For more great stories, pick up Joe Piazza's book, How to Be Married. Coming up on Bridezilla's The Podcast. This couple kept throwing the giant stingray at me. Plus, he ended up being in a room with another woman. And don't forget, Rashawn thought that once they got married, she was going to perform a very specific act on him that he was very specific about. Can you be specific about the specific act? (laughs) Celebrities, they're just like us, and so are their honeymoons. Just kidding. Celebrities are nothing like us. And their honeymoon itinerary shows us just how crazy different we are. But we can dream. Selena, we can dream. And to Mm -hmm. facilitate the dreaming process, I want to play a little game I call Would You Rather Celebrity Honeymoon Edition. Yeah. So, Selena, I'm going to tell you two celebrity honeymoons that occurred. You tell me which one you'd rather go on. Got it? Yep. Okay. Would you rather go on Carrie Underwood and Mike Fisher's honeymoon, which included five-star resort in Tahiti, where you get to swim and snorkel with the sharks and tour the island by helicopter? Mm. Or would you rather go on Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan Tatum's honeymoon, where you get to visit the temples in Bali, but then you also get matching tattoos with your groom that say side by side? You do get food poisoning, but you also get to... Channing Tatum. Mike Fisher is very hot in his own respect. Okay, he's a hockey player, which I can always appreciate. And Tahiti sounds lovely, but temples in Bali, tattoos, and getting to Channing Tatum, I think is a little bit better. Yeah, I knew as soon as I said the the tattoo. I know. I knew where you were going. Yeah, I was like, God, tattoo. How about a tat three? What? It doesn't even make sense. I don't know. Thank you for the effort. I had no to give anymore. Ooh, this is a good one. Would you rather? Go on Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban's honeymoon, which was a $15,000 a night villa in Bora Bora, fully equipped with butler service in a private swimming pool, or go on the honeymoon of Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, ready, which was a three-part trip that included swimming in the Maldives, going in safari in the Serengeti, and ended in a luxe resort on the beaches of the Seychelles. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. That does sound amazing. Yeah, I like the whole, um, the three-part trip. I don't want all the private stuff, because then you're so secluded. I want to, mm-hmm. like, be amongst the people. Yes, you I know? agree. And, I mean, that three-part trip is major. I mean, it's no year traveling around the world, but... Those are pretty three killer yeah. destinations. I honestly didn't feel like it was real. Okay. Last one. Would you rather go on Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's honeymoon where they relax in a secluded mansion in Ireland, ride bikes together, and go see X-Men? Mm. Or would you rather go on Prince William and Kate Middleton's honeymoon, which was this 10-day stay in the ultra-private North Island of the Seychelles with a private villa, butler service, unlimited scuba and spa treatments, total... This honeymoon cost, drumroll? No. Thank you so much. A $720,000 honeymoon. Oh my gosh. I'm not paying that. 
You know, I appreciate that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West did a sort of a low budget honeymoon because that's surprising for them. But I got to say, if I have to go in anyone's, I think I'd go with uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton. Yeah. I mean, I- unlimited spa treatments. Yeah, I, they had me <laughs> I don't at even spa need treatments. to get late. Yeah, yeah. I was like, we don't even need to. But like, I'm just going to get some facials and some scrub downs. 100%. I mean, do you know how exfoliated I'll be? I'll have no skin on my body. Yeah, <laughs> just well, then you definitely can't get that face tattoo. <laughs> We're looking for classy, not tacky. Making honeymoon friends is a classic newlywed experience. But maybe Margot should have been a little more selective. I just want everything to go right. And if everybody listens to me, then everything will be great. Hi, Margot. It's Julian Selena. Hey. Hello. Fun fact, I should let the listeners know. Margot was one of my bridesmaids and I was one of hers. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And then you got married, what, a month after I separated from my husband and I really held it together. (laughs) 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 It could have been a nightmare, but it wasn't. It was great. So, Margot, we know that you have a crazy honeymoon story to tell us. Yeah. So we went to Belize for our honeymoon and uh, we went like right in the prime of hurricane season nice perfect there was nobody there Mm -hmm. like we got there and everybody it was empty and so there were uh there was this other couple at the resort and we were like these guys are going to be our honeymoon friends because we're really lonely and we're going to be here for 10 days and they (laughs) they were this young couple from chattanooga tennessee and they were off the charts wild like they were like we didn't even book a honeymoon we just like got married yesterday and then looked at a flight and came here like literally the day of their honeymoon <laughs> the day of their wedding they just decided to come there basically like they convinced us to befriend all the local island drug dealers and hang out with them and have them like come back to our room and party with us well you had the drug dealers come back to your room well we didn't mean for them to come into the room we were just in the room with our party couple and then when they went to go leave the room she went to go leave the room and she was like margo there is a man on your doorstep. <laughs> There's a man on the doorstep to my room, like waiting to God knows what shit me or something that like, we, we were just being very unsafe. These, we would like hang out with them all the time. And one night the, the, the wife was like, look, and it was a bottle of rum with a dead snake in it. Like it was so potent, the rum that the snake went into it and then instantly died. And we were, and she was like, Look what I got for you. And I just was like, I just, I don't know. Like I, at this moment I was in so deep with them that I was like, yeah, I'm just going to drink this straight from the bottle in front of her because, because I, I, I can't say no to these people. Alcohol sometimes does not bring out the best in people. Then they found out about like a night that we could go out and um, feed live crocodiles like in the wild, in the dark, you know, which is always a good idea. And we got like raw chicken to go feed a, these live crocodiles, things like we should have never been doing. And I'm telling you, this was not a local attraction. This was literally crocodiles in a swamp. And <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't anything monitored by anyone. And we started like feeding raw chicken to real crocodiles. And I look over and the dude is like teasing the crocodile, like pulling him by his tail. Like, a, a thing that can kill you, like just like yanking it by the tail, oh and the crocodile being like, "Who did that?" Like like a little game. Like if they walked up to you and like gave you a pinch, and you turned around, and you're like, "Oh, hi, Margo!" Like he's doing that to a crocodile, but like yanking the tail. Then they convinced us to go swim with swim in the ocean with them on this like snorkeling trip. And this was right after the crocodile hunter oh, got no. killed by a stingray. Yes. Okay. This was like the same year that happened. And so we go deep into the Belizean Ocean with these people to snorkel with our friends. 
and this couple kept throwing a giant stingray at me. Like, he just was like, look what I found! And then, like, was, like, hurling at me. And I had to literally say to this guy, his name was Miller, and I was like, Miller, please stop throwing stingrays at me. Like, what a weird sentence. What just happened? I'm shocked. Do you think that this experience brought you and Dan closer together? <laughs> like, or was no. it... Oh. No! <laughs> Absolutely not, because a honeymoon is about two people, like, being in love. We were like a quadro, the four of us. Well, honestly, Margo, the story, I almost didn't believe it. Yay. Thank you, Margo. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Please, even without alcohol. So we knew we wanted to get a travel agent on the podcast to spill the beans about crazy honeymoon stories. But why get just one travel agent when you can have a whole entire room of them? Yes. We are about to crash a gathering at Ruby's Travel in New Jersey to hear from the whole Ruby's Travel crew. Here we go. Hey, for Ruby's Travel! Hey, Ruby, it's Julia and Selena. Hey. Hi, nice to meet you guys. You too. What are some crazy honeymoon horror stories that you have? One of my agents had like a crazy situation for a destination wedding. The uh, maid of honor husband disappeared the night before the wedding. And um, they had to have the whole wedding party go out and look for this uh, husband. He ended up being in a room with another woman, <gasps> not part of the wedding party. <gasps> they found them. Yeah, I don't think they were too happy that night, but the next day everybody acted like nothing was wrong. So I'm getting married, Papa. Somebody would like me for the rest of my life. I don't know. I'm going to pass it on to somebody okay. else. <laughs> okay. All right. So I have one of my vice presidents. Hi. How are you? Great. I actually had a honeymoon couple in uh, Venice, and they, I guess, had a few too many drinks, and the bride fell right into the canal <laughs> off the gondola. Tonight was a night for f- hell. Everything is just a cluster f- at this point. But uh, that was a story certainly to pass on to their children and grandchildren. Definitely. Uh, Thank you so much. Do you want to pass the phone along to the next person who has the... uh a story? Sure. Cool. Sure. You have a crazy story yet? Come on, you want to give a crazy story? I was being shy right now. Hello. Hey. Well, I had a honeymoon that looked like probably like a year in advance. And about three weeks before uh, the uh, honeymoon, the actual trip, um, and I only dealt with the groom the whole time. He says, oh, yeah, I kind of like cheated on her and she found out. And so the wedding's off. But can I bring a friend on the trip instead? And I was, like, floored. I was like, oh, my God, you cheating dog, you. I cannot believe you did this. You ruined your own wedding. So, yeah, it was, yeah. That was probably one of the oddest things happened to me. I mean, oh the only odder thing would be if he had asked you to go on the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice, right? <laughs> you know, no one ever thinks of you guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, That's Ruby. Awesome. You're welcome. Oh, my God. They were, I, oh. My new best friends. I know. Please, what, what a great crew. I we love all of them. Take Selena and I in your suitcases when you travel. Please. Thank you so much, Ruby Stanfield and the whole Ruby's Travel team. Please check them out at rubystravel.com and they will hook you up and uh, make your day. Yes. Make your trip great. Laura Halperin is the Brazil showrunner and the snarky, funny voice of the series. You know the one. And just like that, all thoughts of not embarrassing herself or Jesse go right out the window. Now it's time to go behind the scenes and under the veil with Laura Halperin. 
Hey, Laura, it's Julia and Selena. Hey. Hi, guys. So we are chatting about honeymoons, and we wanted to know what are some Zilla's biggest dream honeymoons that they've shared? Their dreams can be pretty outlandish. Michelle from this season, she wanted like a whole safari in Africa with like butler service. Uh huh. Uh-huh. She's the baby in the family. She has been spoiled too much. Now I have to try to break her of thinking that she's supposed to have everything that I she do. wants. Um, but the one really funny thing that she threw in there that she thought was like the height of extreme indulgence was a stand-up shower. How else does one shower? Oh, just with a, a separate, like a thing that's in your hand? I think what she meant was like a shower without a bathtub in it, like a separate tub and shower. I mean, like, I hope she stands up in the shower, but you know, different strokes. <laughs> Or maybe because she was thinking like animals, safari. It's like, like you know when they shower. wash animals at the oh, zoo? Yeah, maybe. You ever mm-hmm. seen like an elephant get washed? Yeah. That that looks like fun, having a bunch of people scrub you with long brushes. Okay, yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe. Or, you know, super uncomfortable, but you know, yeah, know. whatever. Don't stop on my dream, Laura. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you be you. I'm just trying to have the wedding of my dreams. If I don't get my way, watch out. Laura, have any Zillas ever confided in you about their honeymoon expectations? Uh, <laughs> yes. Crystal and her fiancé, Rashawn, um, definitely had some expectations. They were not share- shy about sharing. Um, and Crystal thought that, you know, once they got married, all of a sudden the sex would be good. And mm-hmm. Rashawn thought that once they got married, she was... She was going to perform a very specific act on him that he was very specific about. Can you be specific about the specific Yeah, he act? wanted her to his We didn't have sex up until maybe like recently. It's been a little mediocre. I'm looking forward to a more advanced intimacy. It needs to get a little bit wild. I'm looking forward to a crystal balls because that's what she's been talking about. Okay, the ball talk came a little out of left field, so let's all take a deep breath and buckle up. Oh, oh. That's, that's, like, that's like second date stuff. <laughs> the old tea bag. <laughs> that is a uh, that is a precious thing that only happens in under the a marriage. Of marriage. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Ruby almost missed her honeymoon, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Ooh, dish on that. Well, she eventually got there. <laughs> it just wasn't when they had originally planned to go. Um, I mean, they were both drinking pretty hardcore. I think Ruby might just hold her alcohol a little bit better than Joe. And he just was a little too worse for the wear the next day. But he wound up having to, like, fork over and buy them a new ticket. Oh, wow. She well, wasn't going to let that go. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. And we have to leave here by 6 to make it on time to the airport to leave for our honeymoon. You have to get up right now if we're going to make it. To the honeymoon. Are we not going anymore? Huh? Okay, well, I need you to get up. That is always the tricky thing, I think, when you're, like, up and at him early the next day to bounce out of town. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, give you yourself a, middle, a day off. Yeah, give yourself a we day off. We have had hangover. a lot of brides do, like, that 8 a.m. the next morning. They're leaving for their honeymoon. I'm like, that is such a bad decision. You know what I do think is cute, though? Like, I don't know about your, like, everyone's parents, but I like when I see pictures of my parents' wedding, they did the whole thing where, like, that night 
they went to they flew to Bermuda or whatever mm-hmm. they did so like at the end right. of the wedding my mom put on like a little white suit yes they would do their traveling suit yeah. and then you throw yes, the rice. Travels, oh those are so cute it's oh, so cute it's she had like cute. a little cute like suitcase and I mean it's probably a prop suitcase but like you know it's it was so, cute. so <laughs> classy yes that was very I think of our parents generation because it used to be I think more more so like daytime wedding Fun, yes. fun, fun. And then the bride and the groom, they make their big exit before their friends leave. Yeah. And then the friends stay and party. And then the bride and groom are off, you know. Exactly. Yeah. They also did a ridiculous staged photo where the my dad put on like a fake ball and chain. And my oh, mom has shit. her hands on her face going, oh, my. Oh and my like, God. it's so cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we'll all do things to humiliate our children one yeah. day on our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So, Laura, if you could shoot footage from any of the Bridezilla's honeymoons from any season of Bridezilla, whose <laughs> honeymoon would you shoot? I have to say, and I took like a little informal poll because um, Tasha and Jeff in season eight, she was so clearly not attracted to him in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Jeff, when you first emailed me, I wasn't sure I wanted to respond back. You were almost the exact opposite of what I go for older, little on the short side. And like literally like when he kissed her at the altar, she looked like she wanted to puke. She's still a little bit worried as, it, as we get closer to the actual date. She, she's worried, but it's going to happen. It's making me gag. So I would love <laughs> to know how that went. We're going to go get ready to go on the honeymoon. Tonight we are going over. So you mean I get a pass, I don't have to sleep with you tonight? <laughs> Oh, I didn't say that. I thought that we're keeping this PG rated. Oh. We're going to have some sex tonight. Oh I'm telling I'm you. We're going to knock boots. Okay, no one says knock boots. Oh, my God, you just dated yourself. Everyone's going to know that you're a thousand years old. Probably will be sleeping on the far end of the bed. Because I am tired. I'll get you out for it. Literally. <laughs> you are disgusting. You pervert. What the hell did I just do? Oh, Daddy should have stopped me. Oh, Jesus. So, Laura, what can we expect on the next episode of Bridezilla's? Ooh, we introduced two new brides. We've got Veronica, who is quite possibly demon-possessed um, in the most <laughs> hilarious way. Maybe not for the people around her, but for me, I found it hilarious. Um, and then Liz, who... Like, dude, she she's, like, marrying her high school bully. Like, I don't know why anyone would make that decision. Oh. And when you see it, you will understand that there are so many reasons why not. Wow. Oh, I cannot wait to watch that That kind of just episode. hurt my heart. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's she kind of dishes it out, too. Laura, thank you so much for sharing all of your insider thank knowledge. Thank you, Laura. You're so welcome. Make sure to catch Laura in her element on Bridezilla's Friday nights at 10 p.m. only on WeTV. Let's take what we learned today and let's etch it in stone. This is Vows. I vow to never let a stranger throw a stingray at me on my honeymoon. Oh, that is so good. Okay, I vow that the next time I'm planning a trip, a vacation, a honeymoon, a getaway, I'm going to call my girl Ruby and her pals in Jersey because if they have that much fun on the phone, can you believe how much fun your trip will be? And guess what? They didn't even pay 
for advertising. We're just giving it away. I know. We just I wouldn't mind a free it. trip to Japan. <laughs> but Ruby, yeah, the best. Keep Honestly, up the great work. I, I think I vow to invite Ruby on my honeymoon. Okay. Yes, she wouldn't throw a stingray at you. No, she sounds like a good person. Yeah. Oh, thanks so much for tuning in, friends. Subscribe, rate, and review Bridezilla's The Podcast on Apple Podcasts. And make sure to watch the all-new season of Bridezilla's, Fridays at 10 p.m. on WeTV. TV.